Hey there, everyone. Uh, here I am back, and here is my good friend, Lily. Oh, wrong way around there. There we go. And Claire. Hi, Lily. Hi, Mikey. Hi, Claire Bear. Hi, Lily. <laughs> Hi, Mikey. So good to see you both. I love you both. <laughs> love you. Love you. Yes, it's nice. Mikey, you're feeling better because you've been out of commission because you had this awful flu that uh, takes yeah, like three was, months to recover from. It it was crazy, Leah. Yeah. I um well me and Christy and Jack and Shane all got the flu. And I guess because of my sort of weakened immune system, yeah. I ended up having to go back to hospital. And so I was there all last week. We had great plans. We were <laughs> We were going to get started again in the new yeah. year, had yeah. great plans, and then everything sort of went haywire, but I'm I'm back and uh, happily in action again. I went to my oncologist today for the results of my latest PET scan, and it is staying the same as it was last time, which is good. You know, no new signs of any cancer, although, you know, I still have cancer and there's still cancer cells in the fluid that is in my lungs and that sort of stuff, but no new bright spots, no tumors, no nothing additional, just keep going, doing what we're doing. And, um, so that was, that was good news. Uh, yes, that's you know. great news. And thank you to everyone for your prayers and to God. Yes. I mean, it, it's amazing, Mike. I mean, it is. Thank it, goodness. It, oh my it, gosh. It is what a battle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Cause Claire knows because Claire happened to be here, uh, sort of at the lowest moment of my the cancer journey here and it wasn't very pleasant it was pretty grim at that point and it's it's amazing what this drug has done and the change that it has effectuated is quite astonishing and like like you said leah the support and love and and concern and well wishes from people have a huge impact on it does. It, how it, I'm doing. Of course. It, it's, you know, the, the, I don't think people understand how much they pick us up and have supported us uh, just even professionally, but personally what you all do for all of us uh, is, is we, I, we can't thank you enough. Yes. And, I'm a professional who hasn't turned off my phone. <laughs> we love you for that, Lily. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Uh, one other piece of news, just because I just got a text from uh, Mark Bunker saying that he was endorsed by the Clearwater Police Department for wow. his election in March, which is Bravo. amazing news. That is amazing news, especially because of what the repercussions of such an endorsement uh, will turn out from Scientology. And so that's a big change for the Clearwater Police Department, who's been 
um, allied to Scientology for decades. I mean, Mike, there was video of when you were part of OSA and harassing the Mark Bunkers of the world on behalf of Scientology. And some of those officers that were there that you were, uh, you know, getting on your side, right, for people to just express their First Amendment rights um, are, you know, now sergeants and lieutenants uh, because they were there to try to trespass us. Mike, how many years later uh, when we went to a public park? In Clearwater, uh, downtown Clearwater, and well, a, a, a too, right? theoretical, yes. a theoretical yes. public park. <laughs> yes, they well, claim it's totally, a publicly park. Correct. Anything that Scientology the- says that's that's decent and for the public benefit is always in theory. <laughs> that's um, right. exactly. Yes. Yeah. Truth. Yeah. Anyway, that is amazing, and uh, I hope Mark Bunker continues to uh, fight. Um, you know, Scientology is taking over uh, downtown Clearwater like they have always done, uh, which is their intention to do that with cities across America. Um, I mean, it is a ghost town down there. I've often said that we should all start a business to generate some real business down there. It's such a lovely downtown. I mean, it's very different from LA. Like when people come to LA and they're like, we're going, you know, we should go downtown. I'm like, it's not what you think it is. <laughs> don't want to, there's nothing down there that you, you know, <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's anyway, that's, that's a conversation for another time, but I, I, I wish him all the best and he deserves uh, anyone, everyone's support who uh, could vote. Um, Absolutely. Who I, I mean, he, he is the, the sort of bulwark that stands against the uh, complete and utter domination of the city government by Scientology. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one that stands up and says, wait a minute, uh, I, I've yeah. got something to say here. And when everybody yeah. else is too chicken or cowed or, or, or whatever or allied, the reason or allied, allied, yeah, or allied, yeah. Because exactly. there was there was some uh, video of a man who uh, is allied to Scientology, and it was the purpose of him to speak up and out against Mark. The one person was, of course, an ally to Scientology. You don't have to be a Scientologist or a former Scientologist or a current Scientologist to be allied to Scientology for your own vested interests. Um, and this guy stood up and talked all kinds of bullshit about Mark Bunker uh, for Scientology. Now, if it's uh, an, a, a tax-paying citizen of Clearwater and they have a gripe with Mark Bunker, yeah, absolutely. Like, no one is uh, perfect, and, and and especially people on, on councils and city councils and boards are going to make mistakes. And, you know, we try to make those right. You try to make those right. Um, but this was a man planted there uh, to do Scientology's bullshit bidding. And Mark Bunker doesn't just talk about Scientology. His business is not all Scientology. He is a resident of Clearwater. He, it, it, what affects uh, them affects him. And so it's just because you hear about it, because we're talking about it in regards to Scientology, but he does other work for the city of Clearwater. For the yep. council, a, yeah, a, a lot. He yeah, I'm not gonna like. I don't want to make this a campaign because, you know, we got other things to talk about. We've done enough <laughs> loving on Mark Bunker. Yes. All right, let let's end the loving on Mark Bunker. 
McLovin. (laughs) 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 Okay. We have a topic today, which is um, sort of odd. And it popped up in a conversation that Claire and I were having that I had no idea about um, until Claire mentioned something to me and I mentioned something to her and we went, what? Really? Uh-huh. And uh-huh. it it concerns Jim Carrey. And the actor. The actor, Jim Carrey. And for whatever reason, um, he became a target for Scientology, uh, trying to recruit him. And I have yet to figure out exactly why, Lily. I... I assume it was simply because he was a very big name at the time. This was in the early 2000s. You know, he had done a lot of movies that were very successful. Um, But I'm not exactly sure why Jim Carrey. (laughs) Okay, well, I know. Okay, so Jenny McCarthy was dating Jim Carrey. Yes. Uh, And Jenny and I were friends at the time. We still are. I'm not saying we were. I didn't want to make that impression. Um, But what my only meaning back then, meaning we were all at Tom Cruise and Katie's wedding, and Jim Carrey was there with Jenny McCarthy. That's right. In fact, uh, and then he was dating. I didn't know that. This is, yeah. I'm not sure if this is at the wedding or at this subsequent party that we'll talk about. But that's yeah. that's Jim Carrey and Jenny McCarthy when they yeah. were uh, when they were a pair. Yeah, and I know that that uh, he also dated a Scientologist. Subsequently, yeah, yes, and I, w- right. we will talk about that. And she, and so, she, yeah, go. No, no, I was just going to say, and she was very much a Scientologist. I've got a picture of her in the Purif, and she ended up dying, and it was a very tragic sort of scenario. But that that all happened after what Claire and I um, experienced. Okay. Well, to back up, before you guys start to talk about what you guys know, because I don't know this, but, uh, you know, celebrity is a big thing in Scientology. We know that, right? There's not many celebrities <clears throat> in Scientology as they have uh, done a great PR job of making people believe that. But when I go, how many Scientologists right. are celebrities? How many? I mean, in comparison to who are SAG members, who are actual, like, working in the business, like, how, like if you, you it wouldn't even measure up, like it wouldn't even register on a scale. Yes. Right, it's a, and, and, it's a very and small amount. How many new ones in the last twenty years? Like zero. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. Like zero. So there's many, many L. Ron Hubbard policies on VIPs and the entourage, the entourages of the celebrity. It's a very um, insidious in that it's very crafted and L. Ron Hubbard even wrote a policy called uh, Project Celebrity and he had like name names like Frank Sinatra and uh, was Walt Frank Sinatra Disney. Walt Disney it yeah. was a whole and, whole slew yes and I've already told the story of when Tom Cruise mm-hmm. called us all in for this big meeting at Citizens Commission on Human Rights on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood, California where he demanded names of people, of celebrities, 
or entourages of celebrities and wanted us to start getting our shit together and then made us read keeping Scientology working, which is a, which is a staple policy in Scientology. Everybody has to read it at least a thousand times in their Scientology career. And you have to look up every word you don't understand. And he had us read that. And basically he was reprimanding us. Like, where are your effing celebrities? Where are the people that you're bringing in? And so a celebrity is a big deal. And the wedding of the century that Jessica Feshbach was calling it and, and uh, celebrity center, Sea Org members were calling it uh, was to show the world that Tom Cruise you know, after his uh, debacle PR nightmare of jumping on the couch and calling Matt Lauer glib when it came to um, psychotropic drugs and, you know, mental to speaking about things he knew nothing about postpartum depression because Tom knows everything about everything. (laughs) Um, uh, This wedding was to parade out, uh, the top of their field. So the biggest directors, the biggest producers, the biggest singers, the biggest actors, the biggest actresses. So this was a big show to show the world that Tom is still accepted in the entertainment. Right. industry. Yes, completely. So that's why Jim Carrey. Yeah, well, that, makes, that makes a lot of sense. That's as, why as they context. asked me to invite Jennifer and Mark, Jennifer right. Lopez right. and Mark Anthony. And I was like, shouldn't you do that? Because it's your wedding. <laughs> but, the order, but the order was given. Invite them. And I was like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll right. do it. You know? So that that that's why. Just to answer. I, okay. Yes. And you're Good. right, by the way. Totally weird for you to have to invite them to somebody else's wedding. Like, what <laughs> in the world? <laughs> like, it's so, it's like, get like, they always were talking about like Leah needs to get her manners in. I was like, get your fucking manners in. Mm-hmm. Like, send an invite. You send a proper invite. You know. <laughs> anyway, uh, every everything that you, everything that Scientology touches, mm-hmm. turns weird. Always, it just is. It's yeah. always weird, and yeah. it's it's even what's so funny about it is. You don't even realize sometimes how weird some of the stuff is until like 10 years later. And you yeah, go, yeah. what the hell was that about? Oh, my yeah, God, like, that is so bizarre. Was there, but it was just there, normal. Um, yeah, it's normal at the time. You know, but even like when things were not normal, like when I was complaining about him jumping on a couch and being, you know, bad public relations for Scientology, you know, I was the crazy one. I was right. the one that needed to get a security check and be interrogated. When I was saying you were lying, Mike, on, on Dateline or some show you had done, I was like, Mike Rinder is a senior executive of the Church of Science. And he said there's no such thing as disconnect. Do you remember that, Mike? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. many times, like, Leah. What what overts do you have? What 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 have you done to Mike Rinder? I'm like, I don't even know this fucking guy. Like, how am I going to commit an overt, a transgression against a guy I don't even know? He's light. <laughs> Come on, Leah. Be nice. And then I was sex checked. You know, I was sex checked. Like, have you, have you ever lied? So I was like, like, what, 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 what? 
Have I yeah. ever lied like as a kid? Like as a kid? Are you serious? Like. <laughs> anyway, okay. And being a Scientologist, like, have you ever lied? We're Scientologists. Of course, we lied. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you can't be a Scientologist and not lie. Exactly. Right. That's why we're here today is because we yeah. know they lie all the time. I know. But back to the couch thing, by the way, it was yeah. ironic to me. Uh, I didn't I didn't remember that you had specifically brought that up as as bad PR. And when yeah. we moved to Colorado, the great part about Colorado was the only thing most people here had ever heard about Scientology at the time is, oh, that's that crazy thing with Tom Cruise jumping on a couch. We're on a couch, right. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about postpartum depression, you know, calling Matt Lauer glib. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Good guy. Okay. Good... Yeah. So All back right. to the so subject at hand. Jim Carrey. Yeah. And this touches upon another subject that's like really important in the world of Scientology, which is psychiatry and psychology. And what happened was... I uh, I didn't even know how it came up, but Claire and I were talking, and in around 2003-2004, Claire was tasked by Shelley Miscavige to investigate and come up with a solution to, quote, illegal PCs. What does that who mean? Who were people under psychiatric care or drugs or whatever. And I'm going to show the actual okay. reference because there okay. is a reference from L. Ron Hubbard and okay. we'll go through it. And and I said, Claire, you were doing that? Do you know that I was in the hole and my assignment from David Miscavige was to figure out how to solve this problem of all of the, quote, illegal PCs okay. that was... So I just want to explain. So you guys, so what they're what they're talking about is there. If you have been under um, a psychiatrist care on psychotropic drugs, you know things that you need for your mental health. Uh, you are not allowed to get Scientology auditing, which is the you know with the meter, their lie detector, and then you hold two cans and you're stuck in a room and all that. Okay. So you're not allowed to get that precious uh, service if you've been under the care of a psychologist, psychiatrist, right? Am I yep. wrong? Ever. Yes. No, you're, ever. I'm, I'm, like you're banned. Legal pre-clear. Yeah. You're not allowed yes. to get, receive. You can do courses in Scientology, but you're not allowed to get this auditing. So, so Shelly Miscavige and David Miscavige, tasked you guys with how do we get around this because a lot of celebrities were finding w were and are under the care of a psychiatrist or a psychologist and they want right. to see how they can get around it yes and, to and make exceptions for <laughs> celebrities right when no such exceptions are made for anybody else in no. the world of scientology no. under That's any circumstances right and at the time, Leah, I had no idea that this had anything to do with a specific person. Got it. I was just ordered, you got to solve this because there's too many of these. And then okay, when Claire and, said and to me. How do you go about that? Well, wait, I'll get, we'll get okay. there. Okay. Yeah. When, okay. when Claire said to me, well, that's weird because I was told by Shelly 
that I had mm-hmm. to solve this so that Jim Carrey could get on the Purif. And the I went, oh, the, sauna? the purification yes. program. Yeah. Okay, okay. Like essentially, so, Shelly Shelley wanted to find a scenario where somebody had started the Purif even while on some kind of, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> with the end result being by the end of the Purif that they would no longer be on. Oh, have... Oh, so they would be taken off of the drugs that were subscri- prescribed to them by a, a professional in the yes. field. Right. Right. Because right. that's that's how they were that's what they were doing in the New York detox, the Tom Cruise uh front group yep. um that I supported um at the time. Uh, uh they these men and women, uh first responders were were getting off of the drugs that they desperately needed. I'm not saying people don't get over prescribed. I'm not saying that. I'm saying people don't overdo it. Just saying. So this, they were trying to find a loophole. That's right. And, and when I ask you, because people don't know, what does that mean that you're tasked with it? Does that mean now, Mike, you try to find Elron Hubbard policies that would uh, override the illegal PC policy? Yes, completely. That that's so, so in, um, in my testimony in the Danny Masterson trial, I talked about the source information retrieval system called SIR, um, which is a computerized system that um, only management members of the C organization have access to. And in that computerized uh, system, there are what, Mike, millions and millions of words of Hubbard that are not accessible to the general public. And so there are examples in there of... you know, auditing that Hubbard did, uh, I mean, endless, endless scenarios. So it would literally be like, I, I spent probably 40 hours searching every reference, you know, searching this computerized system for um, examples that could be used to justify um, discarding the illegal PC policy. Okay. Here, here we go. <laughs> I found I did find some. Yes. Oh, you did. Okay. I did. I want to show everybody what yeah. the, what Hubbard actually says cuz this stuff is really really out there. And I've just excerpted cuz it's a fairly long um Hubbard yeah. Yeah, bulletin yeah. uh red on white thing, but here we go. Illegal PCs acceptance of high crime bulletin. It mm. shall be a committee of evidence offense for a case super supervisor or auditor to CS or accept for processing and process any PC, and then one, two, who has an extensive psychiatric history, which includes heavy drugs or shocks of various kinds or so-called psychiatric brain operations or institutionalization. Now, that seems fairly cut and dried yeah like this is talking about you I mean, know, this is heavy drugs doing electric and sh- shock and lobotomies right. and shit right yeah okay. right but then yeah. it goes on and says by institutional history is meant having knowingly or unknowingly given treatment as described in two above in a public or private institution for the insane a psychiatric ward in a hospital, a psychiatrist's, psychologist's, or other mental practitioner's clinic or office 
or a mental health center. What the so fuck? I mean, that's uh, now all it, yeah. it, that's exactly right, Leah. That was yeah. the problem. Yeah. It's right. basically if you've ever been to a psychiatrist or a psychologist or a mental health center, you mm -hmm. qualify as quote having an institutional history, and mm -hmm. therefore you're not eligible for any Scientology services. It goes on with a little bit more illegal PCs of those cases described in the three categories listed above. It is not that such cases cannot, in many instances, be handled. It is that neither Scientology nor the org, but doctors and psychiatrists, have brought about the condition, and such conditions are outside the zone of responsibility of the org. Any mm. promise made by any org to such a person or his relatives is not binding upon an organization or its staff, and such promises are also a common offense. <laughs> which, which is like a court-martial. Right. Yes. Court yes. right. So here okay. we go. Here, here's Mr. Hubbard talking uh, in his usual style about psychiatry. Doctors mm -hmm. are too often careless and incompetent psychiatrists are simply outright murderers. The solution is not to pick up their pieces for them, but to demand medical doctors become competent and to abolish psychiatry and psychiatrists as well as psychologists and other infamous Nazi criminal outgrowths. Wow. Society and police agencies should deal with such offenses. It is not up to Scientologists to salvage the wreckage created by these professions, but to prevent it from happening in the first place by reforming a degraded society until such time as doctors have become fully competent and psychiatry and psychology have been recognized for what they are and abolished, case supervisors and auditors are actionable for surrendering their rights and handling such. It is not that they cannot, they must not. Mm. L. Ron Hubbard. Right. And then there is an additional reference called Illegal PCs Acceptance of Addition Regarding the <clears throat> Purification Rundown. And this mm -hmm. basically says everything that it says about uh, illegal PCs not being qualified for auditing also applies to the purification program. You may mm. not accept anybody who has had any involvement in psychiatry, psychology, um, mental health, or whatever, for the purification program or any auditing. So here is what I did, Leah. Like Claire, I went through every single thing that L. Ron Hubbard had ever written about this subject of what qualifies as an illegal PC. And there's not a whole lot of wiggle room in what he says in <laughs> those references. Yeah, yeah. It's mm -hmm. like, it's like, you know, these people steer clear of them. We, we never going to have anything to do with them until psychiatry and psychology are abolished. So I took a different approach and started doing this incredibly, in-depth analysis of the words. What is the word institutionalized? What is the word 
what is a mental health center? What is a psychologist as opposed to a counselor? What like all of these trying to figure out where well, was there a loophole? The loophole, yeah, yeah. For I was trying yeah. to find yeah. a loophole yeah. that yeah. I could then present and say, we need a clarification uh, about illegal PCs so that if someone, um, you know, sends in a petition saying, I've been declared an illegal PC and I want to pay money to get auditing, that there would be a way of responding by passing through the wordage. And this mm -hmm. is the this is a similar thing that has happened uh, in other examples. There is a Hubbard uh, flag order that says nobody who has ever taken LSD can join the C organization. Yeah. And it only says LSD. It doesn't say any other hallucinogenics. It doesn't say anything else. It's just LSD. Somehow LSD became the boogeyman. And yeah. so what would happen is SEOG recruiters would sit people down and say, describe to me exactly what it was that you took. What did right. it look like? Yeah. What happened when you took it? And they would pass through this sort yeah. of uh, way of circumventing to say, ah, sure. oh, yeah, obviously that wasn't really LSD. They, they, everybody was passing off L the fake LSD sure. back then, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. So yeah. you're qualified, sign your billionaire contract. And right. this was, I was looking for that loophole that I could figure out how to make someone somehow be able to circumvent what Hubbard had said, because there is nothing where he went back on any of the, those statements. Like there are many things where, like Claire said, Hubbard has written stuff and he will say, well, you know, I don't know that you really need to do OT3 anymore. You can just go straight on to knots. Like, Mm -hmm. the, and that's just uh, you can bypass certain things that I said had to be done now and just move on up to higher levels of operating Thetan and the bridge. And there is writings by L. Ron Hubbard that say just that. And mm -hmm. if you wanted to no longer get money from people for having to do OT3, there is a good mm -hmm. justification from a Hubbard writing and it could be put out and nobody yeah. would question it. It would just be like, okay, that's great. Yeah. Perfect. Right. But yeah. I couldn't find anything like that about this. Right. The subject of psychiatry and psychology and mental health in the world of Hubbard is like as black and white as anything there is. It, yeah. It's just, it's yeah, and, and by the way, it, yeah, and if somebody did submit a petition to say that they wanted to be, you know, to be an exception to this policy, that had to be approved all the way up to by Religious Technology Center. David Miscavige's organization <clears throat> had to be the one to sign off on that request. Well, David Miscavige. Yes. Yeah, he's exactly only the one that makes all the, the big decisions. So what en what ended up happening, Claire, on your end and Jim Carrey? Um, I didn't, uh, so 
my I just did all the research and then sent that to Shelley. I okay. don't actually know what happened, but as far as I know, Scientology's recruitment efforts failed. That's that's at least you know, uh, because I was an internal person, I didn't necessarily I didn't have direct interactions most of the time mm-hmm. with celebrities, though there were exceptions to that. But in this case, I don't I you know, I just did all this research and then found out Mike was doing the same research at the same time for the same purpose. Right. Right. <laughs> Except I didn't know exactly what it was for. I had no idea about Jim Carrey. I was just like, you need to solve this because there's too many illegal PCs and it's cutting our income. Yeah. Yeah. And so then that what happens? The- then Jim Carrey then hooks up with the Scientologist girl. Well, what happened before that, Leah, yeah. is the, if you recall, there was the great effort to get David Beckham sucked yes. into Scientology. Yes. And when he came and joined the LA Galaxy, mm-hmm. there was this big bash party thrown by Tom and um, Will Smith right. to welcome David Beckham to right. Los Angeles. Because and despite was, what they say, Will and Jada were completely in the fold of Scientology. Yep. Uh, you both are saying yes. Do you do you have knowledge of that? Because you know, I'm the I was the only one really confirming that. Oh. David Miscavige said on many occasions that Will and Jada were in Scientology. That Tom Cruise had gotten them in. And I think at some point I could be mistaken, but they had founded a school. That was 100% using Hubbard study technology. Oh, no, that, that's been established, yeah. Claire, that they had yeah. a school. But David yeah. Miscavige told you that Will and Jada were, in fact, Scientologists. Yes. Because what Will and Jada had done is they had, even when, up until recently when I did her show, she was still kind of denying it, but I wanted mm. to let right. it go. I was just so upset at, at the negativity that was coming my way because she had denied it and she was promoting some project of hers, of course. And, you know, she kept denying it, but they, the, the, the line that was being told that, you know, I had done and other celebrities have done is that I use the technology of this particular thing of study technology of L. Ron Hubbard. And that was the line that they were saying, like, hmm. Oh, I went to, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, I went to a Catholic church. Does that make me Catholic? Oh, I went to this church. Listen, they were Scientologists. Jada was there at Celebrity Center every day. They had personal supervisors. And this is, again, where, you know, I found out, which, you know, started the decline, right? It was like, it wasn't, Shelly was a little bit later because I hadn't known that she was missing. Right. But I started to see what they were doing for even friends of mine. Um, I was yeah. like, um, I didn't know that we're allowed to do this, not in a Scientology building, but you do this for celebrity. <laughs> and remember, I was a very per the policy Scientologist. Right. I was you were like, a by the book. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, L. Ron Hubbard says per this policy that there are no exceptions to these policies and that no celebrity should be given uh, special treatment. They, show up when they're supposed to show up like the rest of us two and a half hours a day minimum 
uh, you know, the, we had to be in a Scientology organization to study Scientology because we had to be supervised studying a book or reading something of Scientology. But I was seeing that there were specialized supervisors who were going to these celebrity homes to allow, and I was like, mm. then when David Miscavige offered me to do one of the upper levels of Scientology here in California, where it's mandatory that people were going to Clearwater, forced to go to Clearwater every six months, as my mother had done for 15 years on, on the level. And the, I was like, what this is, this is not okay. This is not okay. And Will and Jada were, were part of that crowd. And you're right. This party was put on again by RTC, David Miscavige, Tom Cruise, Tom Davis, Jessica Fest, whoever was in RTC on behalf of Dave Miscavige was, we do these public relation things to love bomb the celebrities, right? We find that, you know, maybe they're having trouble in their marriage. And so we offer them Scientology marriage counseling. And then we send Shane Woodruff's of the world out to their home to counsel them and, Tommy and we have, yeah, yeah, and we have religious technology center people Running. in yeah. Tom Cruise's house interrogating mm -hmm. his staff mm -hmm. and making sure that they're doing everything Tom Cruise wants them to do. Right, right, right. So it it yeah. is, yeah. So that was the big thing, right? Was the Beckhams, you know, was to get them in. So Tom, you, you know, using Tom Cruise to do so, and Tom is happy to do it because he's an honorary, you know. Sea Org member, you know, with his buddy there, David Miscavige. But yeah. go ahead. I was just, I was just going to say that was the the story of building the soccer pitch at Gold for David Beckham, right. uh, professional, you know, sing, one single person assigned just to tend the soccer pitch, and it was never used. But wait, I, wait, I was going. This is news. Wait. Hang on a sec. So when Nicole Kidman was married to Tom or about to be dating Tom or was dating Tom, didn't gold, didn't, wasn't you, wasn't you, weren't you guys ordered to do something at gold base using tax exempt money to impress Nicole? Yes. <laughs> yes. Something. Oh, I mean, that was frequently. Yeah. I, so th this was bef right before I got there, but mm. I've heard it said many, many times that uh, massive renovations were done. This whole meadow was created with flowers and, um, and the buildings where Tom and Nicole were going to be staying were completely renovated just for that purpose. And, mm. and this was very, very common. I mean, there's, been so many examples of this over the years with members of the C organization working at Tom Cruise's hangar, for example, doing massive upgrades and renovations at no cost to Tom Cruise, but yes, using tax exempt dollars from Scientology. And the way that they justify this, the way David Miscavige justifies this is Tom is representing Scientology. And so this these expenses are justified in their mind because if Tom doesn't look good, then Scientology doesn't look good. 
That's right. right. And, and if, if Tom's not there. happy, yeah. he's not yeah. going to be out there promoting Scientology mm -hmm. as the greatest disseminator yeah. of Scientology in the history of the universe. Right. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, yeah. So wait, the, I didn't the, know this. So then the order came to build a soccer field at Gold Base. <laughs> Leah, there is, there is a professional grade or it used to be mm. professional grade soccer field built at golden era it used to be for I, I mean david beckham <coughs> for david beckham it used to no be idea. there was a soccer pitch there for mm. quote sea org day and it was mm. just literally uh, a square piece of of old dirt with no no, no. i'm just shocked here that they went so so they were so sure that, again this was all a way to lure the beckhams in was mm -hmm. to build this professional soccer field for him yep. at Gold yes Bay, so that he can then yes. stay there and he could become indoctrinated like the smiths were like they've attempted <laughs> with other celebrities i mean it, it well, i didn't know Ex that exactly yes yeah. and 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 to be that, clear yeah, and members like normal members of uh, civilian Scientologists, I should say, are are not allowed to go to that property. They're not even allowed to know where it's physically located. So this was absolutely one hundred percent an extreme exception just for David Beckham with the intention of luring him in. Right, and every yeah. everybody at Goldlia knew you're not allowed to go mess on that pitch. You know, the the normal Seahawk members are not allowed to go kick a ball around on that pitch for for right. fear of scuffing up the turf. It was and known did, that did this was. Do you know was, if David Beckham ever get to gold base? Do you know? No, he did not. He did Thank not. God. He and Victoria were smart enough to like block off all the yeah efforts. i would listen i would guess i would this is just me guessing and speculating that uh, maybe they they had gone through a hard time and tom used that as we all did as an in to say that scientology can help you with that and they probably befriended the beckhams helped them through a hard time and then the beckhams thought you know this is amazing like we have you know, these people are keeping our shit confidential, you know, no one knows us, you know, we're getting in and out of these places, you know, and Tom's, you know, paid for by Scientology's SUV, totally blacked out windows, you know, bulletproof, you know, we can go in and out, we're getting, car, you know, carte blanche. And, you know, people often say like, well, don't celebrities get treated this way anyway? No. This, you have to think the way celebrities are treated in Scientology, like Tom Cruise, the Beckhams, the Smiths, you can only liken the way they get treated to the way maybe like a Saudi prince would be treated or, you know, uh, leaders, uh, you know, the leader of North Korea. Like if they said, you know, hey, we want this person gone off the planet, it would happen. If Tom said, you know, I want this building gone, it will be knocked down overnight. Like no permits, no asking the city, nothing. Like the kind of power <laughs> that Scientology, well, I shouldn't say Scientology, David Miscavige supports the celebrities with names 
I'm not talking about like Jenna Elfman's of the world. I'm talking about like Tom Cruise's. Okay, like that, you know, huge type of celebrity because Tom is a huge star, right? Can't take that away from him. Um, but that he gives to Tom or the Beckhams or the Smiths or other people, it is like no other treatment in the real world of celebrity. Like right. no other. Yep. You're you're exactly right, Leah. I mean, I've witnessed yeah. I don't know how many times the snap of the fingers power that is like directed. give some example. People are hearing this for the first time. You have to get out of you your guys' head, like what you know, into the world. Like because right. not everybody know, like I don't I don't know some of these stories. So like what? Well. Okay, I, I mean, I remember the first time that Tom Cruise came to the gold base, mm -hmm. and then this was it sort of even predated the nuttiest stuff that happened subsequently. But yeah. there was the entirety of the Sea Org members at gold lined up on the road for his grand entrance. Like, oh, so saluting. Like like this was like you know, the the king showed up at Buckingham Palace and all the right. you know the Coldstream right. gods oh, were out saluting. there all saluting, saluting. and this was the welcome, <laughs> welcome to gold. Here are all the Seog uh, members that are at your command. Your service, yes, yes, yeah. Your service. Yes. These people are all here for you, mm -hmm. and if he walked around to. Do um, you know he wanted to go look at the editing bay? There was like a contingent of people that went beforehand to make sure that everybody smelled good, that there wasn't anybody in there that had a sour look on their face, that nobody was eating food, that like, and that they all it, stood up and saluted him and called and, him, called him sir, or Mr. Cruz. This Claire, shut the. Claire, shut the fuck up. Claire? <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, seriously. Him, sir. Yes. In and fact, yes. saluted him. Yeah, there was a they there was a, a member of uh, there was a CIRC member in gold who was sent to Australia and put on the rehabilitation project force because he did not do that. <laughs> Just because he didn't call Tom Cruise sir and stand up when he walked into the room. Wow. Yeah. Yes. For reals. This For reals. This is really fucking insane, guys. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. And and like you said, it's not just Tom Cruise. I was going to tell you about mm -hmm. the um, trip that Will and Jada made to South Africa. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Rena Weinberg, who was the head of the Association for Better Living and Education, the front groups, um, basically. Front group. she, she front was in charge front of the front group. groups, yeah. Uh -huh. Was sent to uh, as sort of the advanced person because Will and Jada were going to go to South Africa and visit the, quote, applied scholastics activities down there. And while there, also visit the orgs. And, so they were on a know, Scientology tour. Exactly. That, the non-Scientologists, the, non the people who just dabbled in this, dabbled in Buddhism, dabbled, 
They were on a private jet with a Scientology official just to visit Scientology facilities. Yes, but more than that, Christy was there at the time, and she was sort of responsible uh, for helping to put together this whole tour. And it included uh, like a, a wild animal safari at uh, a facility owned by two prominent Scientologists in South Africa who closed it down for Will and Jada to come and visit the wild animal sanctuary place and all the restaurants that were set up with, you know, special, we're having, we're closing down the restaurant we're going to bring these people in and Mm -hmm. the preparations at the Joburg org for what would happen when Will and Jada came through the org and what they were supposed to be seeing and what they were supposed to be briefed on. And what were they supposed to be seeing? Like what? What was like the how how flourishing and prospering Scientology was in South well, everybody Africa? Everybody had to act, and everybody had to like Every, be like so, like Tom Cruise and, type, happy, jumping yes. out. Of yes, yes, yes. And, and like and, Mike said, if there were any sourpuss people, they would be <laughs> removed. No, seriously. So like no, if there was, right. hang on a second. I want to clarify this because yeah. That because nobody wants to see, you know, a face, a scorn, you know what I mean? You're right. You're right. So, and that's, so, yeah. So I should, so I should elaborate. Okay. Yeah. You know, um, what David Miscavige wanted from these people is psychotic. This is what he wanted. Yep. Yes, exactly. And exactly. If you weren't doing that, if you were just like, you know, hi, you know, nice to meet you. It, that, that would be a, you know, that's Sour right. Parts. That's yeah. right. Just listening right. Or, or being a normal person and just listening would be considered uh, uh, you're going to be put onto the decks, basically. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. And, that, and not to be country. seen in public, not to be. Right. Yeah, exactly. So these people just had to be in that tone, this crazy exhilaration. The tone. fanatical, yeah. glaring that, eyes. Like, everything's great. Everything is amazing. This yeah. is for you. You're going to yeah. join us, and this is yeah. going to be the best thing that ever happened to you. Yes. And, yeah. of wow. course, you had to round people up to make it appear like there were a lot of people there. Right. This so what, is, what did you do? What, how typical, did you guys go about doing that? Oh, this, this happened with the media. This happened with celebrities. Every time anybody was going to tour any organization, oh, my God, there was a massive effort for a week maybe beforehand. Mm -hmm. You need to come in on Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Whether you're signed up for a course or not, you need to come and sit in the course room. Oh, so like civilian psychologists were called in? Oh, absolutely. So they, and they, they would they be told. They work as, as atmosphere, as extras, basically. That's right. Yes, right. exactly. As extras. And they yeah. would be told the reason for this is because the media are coming through or a celebrity is going to be doing a tour or whatever, and we want to present a good face and have the world see how great everything is going inside the org. And mm-hmm. I remember going absolutely nuts trying to find enough people to fill up the ASHO course rooms. The American St. Hill organization had these huge course rooms for 
a course that used to exist in Scientology called the St. Hill Special Briefing Course, which mm -hmm. David Miscavige canceled. And that was the uh, a course that consists of 435 lectures by L. Ron Hubbard that you have to sit and listen to. And there are these huge course rooms in that particular building in Los Angeles that are rows and rows and rows of tape decks for people to listen. Mm. <laughs> I had to figure out how to fill up all these seats with people pretending to listen to tapes so that when Forrest will Sawyer or, or, or whoever it, it was yeah. walked through. came for a walkthrough to look um, at what was going on in Scientology, they would see, oh, look at all these people. It's incredible how many people there are in Scientology, all engaged and active and enjoying themselves. And they were all fake. Mike, can I ask you a question? Yeah. What, so when you're doing this ruse, right, you're creating this, yeah. you know, theatrics, you know, to for the purpose of basically, you know, lying to people about what's really happening there. Was there ever a piece of you that was like, why aren't there people here? Why aren't our churches that are costing $5 million, $10 million, $20 million to rent? Why are our buildings empty? Well, you ever yes. There, that? Yeah. Yes, Leah. But there is always a perfect answer to those questions. It's the SPs. It's the unhandled uh, why of mm -hmm. ASHO because yeah. the briefing course is out tech and it needs so to be So basically corrected. cognitive dissonance. Cognitive exactly. Dissonance. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and they are the, those answers are so grooved in mm -hmm. and so agreed upon acceptable yeah. that yeah. you just instantly go, Oh yeah, well I know why the place yeah. would be full if it weren't if it for, wasn't for those people going to the police or speaking out against Scientology or the IRS or Time magazine or but yeah. you know, which is what exactly. they're doing now, right? Like because if they were empty then, Mike and Claire, they're even more emptier if there's oh, completely <laughs> oh today. <laughs> it is it is yeah, crazy today, Leah, how empty Scientology buildings are. Like, And that was happening when I was, you know, after the basics, after we were, you know, told to, you know, rebuy books that we had already purchased because uh, there was a mistake. Um, you know, after that, you know, there was nobody. It was like sometimes I was in the course room by myself. Right. Yeah. And, you know, you're right. That was the answer. Like, oh, you know, the suppressors, you know, we're handling it. You know, there's a lot of people here at night or, you know what I mean? Like, it was always like an answer yeah. for it. And, you know, unless you were ready to just up and leave and destroy your whole life that day, you were staying in. Right. <laughs> That's know? exactly right. Yeah. Any other uh, tidbits like this that you two have been holding on to for the last 10 years <laughs> that you want to tell us about? Probably millions oh my gosh. of them, Leah. We should make we should make a list. I mean, there there's obviously the 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 ones to the the fancy birthday parties that were put on for Tom Cruise at the Free Winds, where a, a an entire seafood restaurant was airlifted from Santa Monica to the Free Winds just because that was Tom Cruise's favorite restaurant. That's right, Valerie yeah. did. No, that, boo. I, 
Nobu, which is a four chin. Yep. Yes. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. Listen, he. When people ask, like, you know, why wasn't his daughter more important than this, you know, fake religion? You know, part of it is this, right? Because there was a time uh, for, from somebody who was a former Scientologist who knew him very well, worked side by side with him for many, many years, said that he was at one point very insecure, unsure of himself, his acting ability, which, by the way, you're not going to find a lot of actors who are secure about their choices. And, you know, you, you kind of need that, uh, you know, insecurity and in the questioning, right? Because that's how you get to, you know, answer questions about your performance and your character and the script, you know, it, you need a good, like a handful of that. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and then uh, something changed right about the time when they forced Nicole Kidman out of his life, uh, they said that he had changed almost overnight. Yep. And that, that was, that was intentionally constructed by David Miscavige, who was personally overseeing that conversion of Tom Cruise into a fanatical replica of himself. Right. Right. Because they, he was responsible, David Miscavige, through Marty Rathbun and the other asshole. Uh, Greg Wilhair. Uh, Wilhair, McShane. I, I, I don't remember who was involved, but I remember s I was told the story by the, somebody who was there that uh, they had they had made this happen, this breakup happen. They had yeah. uh, the well, Scientology. N Nicole was always uh, sort of a problem. Because, as you know, her father is a psychologist, right? And she was, she well, was not far, a jump up and was, down because she had real science-based information from growing up with her father uh, about the, the the field of mental health, and so which, which is why. You know, we're not, we're told just like kind of the Jehovah's Witnesses that there's really no need for an education because that's the way right. cults work. Because when you're educated, it is very hard to, to, uh, you know, make sense of Scientology if you have a real education, especially in the field of mental health. Right. Yeah. And, and plus, she is very Australian. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm like, um, I, I don't know, a lot of people, the jumping up and down, yoo-hoo, enthusiasm mm -hmm. that Tom would have for every time he got an auditing session or discovered a new writing by L. Ron Hubbard that would be like, oh, yeah. my God, this is the most incredible thing. Oh, my God, this is saving my life. Oh, my God, blah, 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 blah. Cole was always much more reserved and much more Australian. I don't know how to describe it, Leah. And also, there is this not susceptible, not susceptible as we all were, as Tom was and still is. Uh, right. I mean, apparently, you know, choosing this quack 
you know, religion, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's the pseudo religion, right. Over your own daughter certainly would, would speak to that, that it, it's gotten right. worse. And, yeah. and right. it's, it's, a, and there's a piece of me that is compassionate towards it because I was there and I understand how susceptible he is. However, he has used and abused the power that's given to him through David Miscavige, not just with his own family. I mean, look, Katie was smart enough to get out. Penelope Cruz was smart enough to get out. And I'm scared for the next victim that comes along. You know, uh, Nas, you know, Nazanin, you know, like there's a lot of victims in his wake there. Yeah. You, you reminded me by the way, talking about Nicole, that yes, Marty Rathbun absolutely carefully crafted that breakup so much so that um, I don't know who he was using, but I know that he had somebody following Nicole as a result of which they got information that the, they used to say, hey, Tom, she's cheating on you or whatever. She's in, involved in X, Y, and Z. And that was, yeah. so the information Scientology was um, you're just saying like, as an example, you don't know that, that that's no, absolutely. Not. But, it, yeah. but she was fair gamed as part of that breakup for sure. No question right. about it. Yeah. The information that they were illegally gathering about her, they were feeding to Tom Cruise. Right. Right. And again, remember, we've talked about this before in Scientology auditing, you can say, I, I cheated on my wife or I cheated and this was something that was coerced out of you from another lifetime. Like, so I'm saying right. like in my Scientology folders, you will see I cheated, <clears throat> but the rest of the sentences as a man, you know, in, in <laughs> 500 BC or whatever the fuck <laughs> they, they pulled out of me. Do you know what I mean? Like, yep. So you have these kind of transgressions that they then give to people to discredit you or to, you know, something like this to break up a marriage and right. it's not even the truth. That's right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's right. And and meanwhile, they present to to the world in general that they support relationships and they help people and this and that. Nobody and the other thing. is and, under the misconception that Scientology is a real religion, except, well, not even the IRS. They just proceed out of doing anything about it. That's right. Um, even though they're flaunting uh, their, their misappropriation of funds and their tax exemption all over, you know, the fucking planet here and have been. Um, uh, but nobody's under the impression that Scientology is a decent organization. Like, yep. The the people before us that didn't have a community of support did the work. Uh, you know, people who have left and spoken out without support with it, they did the work. You know, Time Magazine, Going Clear, us, our show, people doing podcasts and, you know, having YouTube channels. Like, people are doing the work. They're, they're, like you said, Mike, there's no new celebrity that's getting into Scientology. And if they are... You know, they have some serious issues if, if they're running to Scientology this day and age. No, yep. seriously, you know, um, and they need real help. I don't think there is an agent in Hollywood that would allow their person to get involved overtly in Scientology at this point. I, yeah, I, not I just imagine. There's some power, there's some power agents, uh, you know, particularly maybe, you know, Tom's agency that maybe doesn't give a shit. But uh, their clients, certainly, who are big stars would give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. 
it just yeah. it just isn't going to happen. The days of being able to rec- recruit new celebrities into Scientology is no. over. Uh, the I mean, internet, the internet, the internet really did damage. And for for Elron Hubbard, who can who you know claimed to see the future, uh, didn't foresee the internet for some <laughs> reason. Um, yep. And and that information, you know, listen, getting people to go on the internet, you know, who are current Scientologists, that's a different battle. Uh, but once they do, it takes ten minutes to deprogram them. It's it's the right. the fastest deprogramming of any cult in history. Um, yeah. Because just yep. looking on the internet is a step in the in the right direction, right? Just you know, watching a video, watching the aftermath, watching going clear, watching you know your guys' uh, you know YouTube channel. This is a huge step for somebody who's still in. You know, so yep. very much so. Uh, if you are watching this, uh, you're not a, you're you're thinking about leaving. You know, hey, you took a first step. That's amazing. <laughs> That's right. Right. Yeah. Now take the second step at a run. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we we are here to help. Yes, oh, <laughs> for right. real. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Go to the Foundation dot com. Yes. Is that right? Dot org. The AftermathFoundation.org. Yes, absolutely. We have many, many programs to help with this process. We sure do. All right. Well, you guys, it's so good to see you. Are we are we done or what? Yes, we are. We're we're like an hour and five (laughs) minutes. It's perfect. Oh, all right. right. Perfect timing. You guys. I love love you too for listening. I hope this was somewhat interesting. And uh, we'll see you soon. Yes. Yes, we will. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks for watching. If you'd like to help support the channel, feel free to check out the merch store link in the description. We have Hail Xenu, Xenu is my homeboy, and BFG branded mouse pads, shirts, mugs, all sorts of other stuff in there that helps us to bring you new content on a regular basis. You can also pick up a copy of my book, Blown for Good, Behind the Iron Curtain of Scientology, in hardback, Kindle, and Audible versions as well. There's also a link to our podcast, and you can get that on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to watch another video, you can click on this link right here, or you can click on this one here, or you can click on the subscribe button right here. Thanks a lot. Until next time.